Cap League. Hello and welcome back to Cap League. I am your host, Max Patillo. Thank you so much for joining me again. Another great week of football. Hope you guys all enjoyed it. A lot to get to today. Excited. I got my game picks in. You won't believe it. I went 9-7 and seven again, second week in a row. So I'm 18-14 and 14 so far on the season. Started picking games in week four, and I got my picks in now for week six. So hopefully I can uh, get a little above, more above 500 uh, than I've been. Just slightly above. Still a winning record, but we got to get these games right. But we're learning more and more about these teams, and uh, hopefully it'll be a little easier. So I want to get right into this. And, I mean, we've always talked about this on the show, but great slogan. I think you could make it maybe the slogan for this show. And I have to give my wife credit. She's the one who said it. Um, she, We were watching Mahomes and, and Buffalo, and the Chiefs just get smacked around at home. And it's kind of incredible how the trend line goes. It's pretty predictable. And my wife said, she said, it doesn't pay to pay. And it's kind of bearing out. It's brilliant. It's does it really pay to pay these players? Um, what we're seeing, especially at the quarterback position, uh, is no. And... We can look at past Super Bowl champions. We can look at past playoff teams. We can look at the really dominant teams in the league over the years. And most of them aren't paying top dollar for their quarterback. Basically, other than Peyton Manning and the couple years they were really good, he was a high cap number, but he was older so they didn't have to make it such a long contract. And really, the year he was great, uh, he got stomped in the Super Bowl because they had no defense. <clears throat> well, partly, but they also played like the greatest team of all time. But point is, the next year, Manning wasn't good, and they had a great defense, and they won the Super Bowl. So it wasn't that he carried them or he was worth the money. He wasn't worth the money. He wasn't playing up to his va his uh, financial value. It was his defense that carried him to that Super Bowl championship. So that's really the only, that's the outlier of guys that have really had a great season and won it all with a really high cap number contract. And you can see now it doesn't really matter who your quarterback is. It just matters how much he costs. That's really what it's coming down to. And I've toyed with this idea for a while, but it, it's bearing out, especially since we've started doing this show in the past few years, it's sort of predictable. Like these teams get really good with a young uh, cheap quarterback and they are able to acquire and keep any of the good players they need around him 
And great example is the Chiefs. I always thought that Mahomes was probably worth it. I always said that Russell Wilson and Mahomes were the only ones maybe that you could still pay an enormous amount to and still be a contender. And I still think the Chiefs are in that category as a contender, but you can see how they're really deteriorating. Um, And this is the year and next year and the following years where Mahomes' contract is really going to take effect. And they're not going to be able to keep guys. Little little things add up, and you lose depth, and you lose just overall quality of your roster, and you're just not a juggernaut anymore. And they you lose flexibility in it as well. And a lot of times, if you have a great quarterback, you're going to be at least mediocre. You're never going to be terrible. And so if you're mediocre – to you know a playoff team you're gonna have a lower draft pick and you're not gonna have the flexibility to trade up in the draft and really the draft is getting so thin that to get star players young cheap star players you pretty much have to be picking in the top 15 of the first round if you're picking after that you're basically getting it's it's really uh rolling the dice of course, all picks, you're rolling the dice. But in the top 15 of the draft, you your hit rate is pretty high these days in the NFL, especially a quarterback, and especially when you can surround that quarterback with good players and you can spend more on those players and really have a lot of depth. And how do you get into that high first round? Well, you've got to have enough picks to trade up there or enough assets to trade players to get up into that pick range. Uh, And to do that, you pretty much have to have a cheap quarterback. So, you know, we said last year, this would be the Cardinals year coming up. And it wasn't really because Kyler Murray is spectacular necessarily, or he's playing very well but he's so cheap and he fits the mold of a good quarterback who's cheap and who gets a lot of talent around him. And then they take off. And that's been the case with when Russell Wilson was a rookie. That was the case when Joe Flacco was a rookie. That was the case when uh, Colin Kaepernick was a rookie it was the case when uh, we'll get to Brady in a minute, but all Brady Super Bowls, he's never been the highest paid quarterback. Carson Wentz, when they won the Super Bowl, Nick Foles was his backup. How could they afford Nick Foles? Because Wentz was so cheap. They won the Super Bowl. They had depth and they could afford great players. Fletcher Cox was one of the highest paid players at that time. Great players. Um, great offensive linemen that they could keep you know jason peters left tackle was i mean one of the greatest left tackles ever and they could keep him because they had a cheap quarterback and so what you end up seeing over time is this trend line yeah it's it's really becoming a, a easily predictive model 
And here at Capley, we're working on refining that model and we're trying to play Moneyball in a way, but it's Moneyball combined with the subjective assessment of which players are good and which aren't. Because there are some guys I'm very willing to pay for. I think when you've seen the Browns elevate um, these past couple years, it's not because Baker Mayfield is puts them over the top or is a great player. He's an average to below average quarterback. But he's so cheap that they have acquired a great offensive line. And the Browns are basically starting from zero. But they've had this abundance of riches and flexibility. They've been able to acquire and just basically buy their roster. And they have a great offensive line, great running backs, great receivers, and a solid defense. You know, you can pay Miles Garrett $25 million a year to rush the passer because you're not paying for Baker Mayfield. And so now the Browns are good. They're a good team. The Ravens, not paying anything for Lamar Jackson. They, they've had a lot of injuries. They're still good because they're deep, and they've been able to buy a lot of players. Calais Campbell, how are you going to get him if you're, if you're the Seahawks and you're paying so much for your quarterback? And now I've kind of come to the conclusion, I don't know if it's going to pay off for the Chiefs to pay off pay Mahomes anymore because it looks like the Bills are the class of the AFC. You know, it's still early in the season, but to get blown out on national TV at home, it's one of those kind of changing of the guard games. And yes, Josh Allen has been paid. But his cap, he was paid very recently, so his cap number has not taken effect on the Bills yet. But it will. The Bills might peak this year. This might be their peak year, maybe next year. But over time, that large cap number is not worth it for anyone. I used to think it was Mahomes and Russell. I don't think it's worth it for anyone. And so once a team pays mightily for their quarterback. I can pretty much write them off in the years to come as they're not going to win a championship and they might just not even get close. Um, I wrote some of these guys into tears. It's basically the young guys who are on their rookie contracts, Kyler Murray, five and oh Cardinals. They're rolling. Justin Herbert, they're looking really good. And, I mean, he's kind of that – they're 4-1. So you can see the Chargers building on this momentum from a, having a cheap quarterback. Uh, Lamar Jackson, the, the Ravens are solid. Nobody really wants to play the Ravens. I mean, they're dangerous. They've had a lot of close games. But they're 4-1. Um, Baker May Mayfield and the Browns, they're three and two, but they 
I mean, they came down to the wire with with the Chargers, and and they're solid as well. Joe Burrow, Bengals, same thing. Competed with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Cheat quarterback, young, three and two. Um, Mac Jones, you know, promising. I mean, he he's getting better and better. I mean, it's kind of crazy. He looks like Brady back there when he's playing. Um, Patriots, you know, two and three, they're solid. We're going to see them against the Cowboys this week. Cheap quarterback versus expensive quarterback. Jalen Hurts, great athlete, a lot of promise. I I think you can roll with Jalen Hurts all day in the NFL, and you're going to get better and better and better. I'll I'll bet anything that the Eagles will be a team to to reckon with. Justin Fields, you're seeing the Bears. They present a new dynamic that defenses have to deal with, his speed, and they're going to beat teams. They might not be amazing this year, but you're going to see going forward, they're going to have a lot of flexibility. They're going to get better and better. The Bears might be the next Cardinals, right? You start to see the trends. So that's like the young guys on their rookie contracts. That's If you're a team, that's where you want to be. Get the young guy with a lot of promise. If he's as good as Kyler Murray or Justin Herbert or Andrew Luck was or Russell Wilson was, then you fit the jackpot. But he could not – they don't have to be great. They could be a Baker Mayfield. They could be a Joe Flacco. You can still win championships because they're cheap. Tom Brady's in his own category because he's won six Super Bowls with two – one with a different team. And he's proven I, – I could just basically prove this whole argument with Tom Brady alone. alone. And Tom Brady's the 15th highest paid quarterback in the NFL right now. And just think about that. And that's basically where he sat for his entire career. Middle of the quarterback payment scale. And the guy has six championships. And endless playoff appearances every every year. He's been in the playoffs. They've been a contender, whatever team he's on. So doesn't that prove the equation to be true right there? Why would anyone think they're going to be better than him and therefore deserve more money? If you're making more than Tom Brady, then that's less players you're going to have around you, and you're going to lose to Tom Brady. Because of that, you might be better than Tom Brady. There's quarterbacks who I think are more talented, but they're not going to have as better as good of players around them. And you're not going to beat Tom Brady. And he's going to continue to be the GOAT. And the money that you cut back on by taking a little less and spreading it around your roster, you'll make up for when you're an MVP and a champion and on every commercial. You'll make that money back because greatness is about winning. It's not about your dollar amount. And so we have another category is expensive and excellent, but can they win it all? And it's a big question mark. No one's done it yet with over a basically a 12% cap hit. If it's more than that, you're screwed. You're not going to win a championship. Uh, in the salary cap era, no one's done it. So that's Mahomes, that's Russell Wilson, and that's Aaron Rodgers. They're excellent, but 
their teams are they really contenders? Yes, they make make the playoffs. They may even they might even make the NFC AFC championships. They might be the final four teams. But do you really think they can go toe to toe with the great teams that come along and usually have cheaper quarterbacks? No, because those teams are loaded all the time. And Aaron Rodgers is, you know, Green Bay's sneaking out these wins against inferior opponents right now. And their offense looks terrible. They don't have great players on offense. The Packers don't. They have a great quarterback who makes things happen. He get honestly gets lucky a lot, throwing at balls. And you, 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 be, you barely beat the Bengals. So it's going to go and go, and then we'll get into the playoffs, and the Packers might win a game or two, and then they'll get blown out. And then that's how it's been for 15 years for the Packers. And you drafted your quarterback, and you could be in one of the categories with the young, athletic, cheap guy. Move off Aaron Rodgers. You could trade Aaron Rodgers, and you should have done it in the offseason, and you would have been in that top 15 first-round area. Then we have the expensive and average to below average, which for quarterbacks, and that's what we what we call the worst category. This is where you don't want to be. This is the teams we always make fun of on this show. And we feel sorry for their fans and they have no future. And this is Dak, of course, Kirk Cousins, of course, Matt Stafford, Garoppolo, Jerry Goff, Matt Ryan, Deshaun Watson, Carson Wentz, when I say those names, you guys basically cringe because Jared Goff is the ninth highest paid quarterback in the NFL. And Kirk Cousins is the 10th highest paid. And Carson Wentz is the 11th highest paid. And Matt Ryan is 12th highest paid. And Deshaun Watson is the fourth highest paid quarterback in the NFL, Deshaun Watson. I know some people might think Deshaun Watson is a great quarterback. Uh, we didn't say that on this show. Um, we didn't know, obviously, that he would have off-the-field problems that he's not even playing right now at all. But we did know he has an injury history. He's brittle gets knocked out easily, and he's not worth those dollars. In fact, Deshaun Watson and the Texans were another promising story when he was cheap. They had great, they had good players around him. They had talent on that team, and they were making the playoffs. And once they pay him, now they're terrible. And it's just on and on it goes. Now, I think most of these guys, there's no question. You can see the balance is just thrown way off, and these teams aren't good. Now, you look at Stafford with the Rams. It's a unique case because they can still be good um, with Stafford 
because they just acquired him and they can structure his contract to be able to hold on to some of these guys. But you can see the Rams are not nearly as good on defense as they were last year. They were number one last year. They haven't been very good this year so far. They basically got two elite players uh, on defense, Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald, and they rely on those guys to keep them afloat, and they do because they're great, and that's great that you can afford those guys, but you can see how their roster's thinning everywhere else. Uh, One injury here, one injury there, and they're not really a contender. And is Matt Stafford really worth – is he going to be able to overcome – a thin roster? Probably not, I'm guessing. So they could prove me wrong. Maybe they're contenders. We'll see. Um, but for me, Stafford, not worth those dollars. Garoppolo, easy, obvious. Niners could have been in the other category with Trey Lance. They're playing Trey Lance anyway, but they're still paying for Garoppolo. And that's that's an awful position. It's a It's a... It's a you might get fired for this type of decision. And we'll see what happens with the Niners. Um, Matt Ryan, Atlanta is just like willy-nilly with contracts, w- whatever. No no thought, no uh, gumption to make tough calls. Matt Ryan cannot get that money. And they, don't, they have never even considered their backup scenario. It's a lot like Pittsburgh with Ben Roethlisberger. That's another one. Ridiculous. He's awful. He's getting a lot of money. It's it's unbelievable. And um, Carson Wentz, just of course, no. And so there's another category where it's basically you're recently paid, so the cap hasn't taken effect, hasn't affected your cap yet, because that's a year or two over time, it will thin out your roster. And that's Josh Allen. And I could also put Dak into that category because the Cowboys did franchise tag Dak last year, which was expensive. And now they've extended him to be the third highest paid quarterback uh, in the NFL. And so obviously those numbers are going to get bigger and bigger. And Dallas, the this is it for them, you know. That and um, a lot of people might look at Dallas right now and think that uh, they are contenders, you know. And uh, I would just challenge anyone to just be patient, just wait. They're playing crappy teams, and it's early in the season. Dallas does this all the time. They they've started hot before and we said just wait and you waited and you saw what happened and they'll crumble. And I guarantee you and honestly, they're going to play the Patriots this weekend and I'm going to take the Patriots in that game cuz Dallas can play a real opponent now. And you know, we'll see. We'll see how high flying Dallas is when they play real team who has real coaches and real players. And now the Patriots, of course, they're not juggernauts, but it's a team that can be well run and they have a cheap quarterback. It doesn't matter who it is. 
if he's cheap, you're going to be on my good list. If he's average, I'm never going to pick you. And if he's uh, excellent but top paid, you're probably not going to win a Super Bowl. So it doesn't pay to pay. So what do you do when these guys, when the bill comes due? You restart the process. And that's where these teams slip up because they can't move on. Green Bay couldn't move on from Brett Favre, Taron Rodgers quick enough. But when they did, Aaron Rodgers won a Super Bowl the, the year after his rookie year as starting. Think about that. Aaron Rodgers was on a rookie contract when he won the Super Bowl, his only Super Bowl. So the lesson is the Packers, they've been through it before and they slipped it up again. They should have, Jordan Love should be playing this year. And you could have a couple of first round picks probably on your offensive line or uh, who, it doesn't matter. Throw them out there. Great young players, cheap players that you could have got for trading Aaron Rodgers. And he'd be gaining experience right now. And then you maybe could have been a contender the next year. But now Green Bay's a year behind. This will be Rodgers' last year with them. And Jordan Love will have to gain his experience next year instead of this year. So you're putting off the inevitable. Same with the Niners, with Garoppolo. Awful decision. They could have got a good haul for Garoppolo in a trade. And I'm curious to see where the Seahawks go with their quarterback situation because, man, Geno Smith came right in and played brilliantly. And they have some pretty talented players, especially on offense, and a good scheme. And their defense is terrible because they can't afford any pass rushers. And they've probably overpaid Jamal Adams and uh, they can't afford any corners. Uh, Pro football focus doesn't have any of their defenders rated very highly at all. They can't afford anything because of Russell's contract. And if Gino can run the offense like that and he just think of how much better Russell Wilson is than Gino Smith, it's night and day, right? Yeah, but if he's plugged in there and drives down the field 98 yards when we haven't been able to do that in 10 years with Russell Wilson um, and execute the offense perfectly, what are we really doing with these high? Is it because these owners fall in love with players and they know the fans fall in love with them? The fans only care about winning. It doesn't matter uh, when you look at the Cardinals. I mean, they picked number one and they picked Josh Rosen or they, they picked number 10. They, tra- they traded up. And they picked Josh Rosen. They gave him one year and he wasn't good enough. And they got rid of him. And then they picked Kyler Murray. And now, it, now it's working. So fail fast, move on. And there's don't let good be the enemy of great because so many of these teams, they get comfy 
being just good, like the Packers, they're just good. Or the Seahawks, they're just good, you know? They're always going to be in there. But are they ever going to really win the big game? Uh, No one really thinks so. So good becomes the enemy of great. Sometimes you've got to trade good for and take a risk in order to be great. And that's just what we see in the NFL. That's the trend. That's this whole show, basically. Of course, it focuses on the quarterback position because the quarterbacks make the most money. It dilutes your roster over time. And I think that really is the story. And uh, we'll expand on that as we go. Like I said, we're, we're creating the algorithm of the NFL on this show. We're building software to try to automate who should be paid and who shouldn't. We're going to create a rating system. We're going to do all that stuff on this show. And I'm really excited um, for the future. So that's the quarterback slots and tiers. It does not pay to pay. So we've got our game picks. Like I said, I'm 18 and 14 so far. Two straight nine and seven weeks. Uh, it, it's it's harder to pick games than I thought, but hopefully I'm learning more about these teams as we go, and I can be a little more accurate. We'll see. But first, before we get into that, got to cover one thing. It looks like John Rudin resigned slash got fired uh, as Raiders head coach. Is it surprising? No. Uh, John Gruden being hired on a 10-year contract was absolutely ridiculous. The Raiders tend to be ridiculous. They've been for decades and decades trying to cling to a past of, you know, the 70s when they were a scary team. But no one's scared of the Raiders. John Gruden was definitely not going to make the Raiders scary again. We always knew that. This year, it was interesting. The Raiders were actually playing pretty well, probably because of the high of their new billion-dollar stadium and that they weren't in Oakland anymore. And that momentum has come crashing down spectacularly. Apparently, John Gruden had some really uh, terrible emails that got leaked somehow. All I know is sometimes these guys need an excuse to get rid of a guy, and this was probably the perfect one. Um, So it might hurt John Gruden's ego more uh, if they fired him for being a bad coach. So maybe they just wanted to come out and – and save his ego from um, himself uh, that he, they fired him because of the emails. But we all know also um, that he wasn't a good coach. And so, when, you know, when, when John Gruden, when he won that Super Bowl with the Bucks, that was Tony Dungy's team. He built that team from the ground up. Cheap quarterback, by the way. What was it? Rob Johnson. Uh, yeah, something 
you know, it was a nobody at quarterback. Or was it – maybe it was Dilfer. No, Dilfer was the Ravens. Anyway, uh, that was Tony Junji's team. Gruden came in, and they won, and then they were awful after that. So it's, you know, John Gruden, so long. I mean, you know, uh, the Raiders, they tried – to gain a little attention probably by hiring him and uh, he burned them. And so they burned themselves and he burned himself. And uh, we probably will never hear from John Gruden again. And um, that's how it goes. Uh, Don't mess around. Uh, Be a good person. And, uh, and uh, you'll be, uh, You'll, you'll be good to go. So that's all I'm going to say about the Raiders making it onto this show. They do have a new coach now. They're probably not going to be that great, and that's just uh, how the cookie crumbles for those poor uh, Raider fans. So we'll see who they hire next. Hopefully it'll be better than someone like Urban Meyer in Jacksonville. It's just another example of uh, getting the question wrong. Um but we'll see where the Raiders go from there. They definitely do have one of the best uniforms in the league. So they've got that going for them. If they could only play as scary as their jerseys look and as intimidating as their jerseys and their fans look, then the Raiders would uh, be good again. But um, I doubt that's going to happen anytime soon, especially with their ownership. Uh, It's proven to uh, pick and choose the state of their roster. Um, so let's get into these game picks and see if we can be better than nine and seven. Let's go Bucks, Eagles. I'll go with Bucks. Um, I like Jalen Hurts, but you know, Bucks are just a better team right now. I'll take Bucks. Might be a closer game than people think. Seahawks, Steelers. I'll go Seahawks. I think Geno Smith's going to execute the offense well enough. He's going to get the ball to DK Metcalf a lot. DK's going to make a lot of things happen. Steelers' defense is really good, and the Seahawks' defense is really bad. But usually the Seahawks' defense gets slightly better, and Ben Roethlisberger's not great. So it'll be a duel between Roethlisberger and Geno Smith. So... We'll just see. I'm going to just go with the Seahawks. Dolphins, Jags. I'll go Dolphins. That's two of the worst teams in the league, but the Jags are terrible, more terrible. So I'll go with Dolphins. Packers, Bears. This will be an interesting game. Justin Fields, the future. Aaron Rodgers is not playing great, but the Packers' defense is pretty good. So I'll take Packers in this one. Bengals, Lions. I'll go Bengals, easy one. Texans, Colts, Colts, easy. Rams, Giants, easy. Rams, Chiefs, Washington, easy. Chiefs, Vikings, Panthers. I'll go Panthers. Darnold's better than Kirk Cousins. Chargers, Ravens. I'll go Chargers. That's a great game. That's probably the best game of the whole week. AFC tilt. I think the Chargers are on their way. They're kind of got some momentum going. 
And uh, the Ravens have eked out some wins, but I think Justin Herbert is uh, hes kind of going to be the man here going forward. Another guy, the man, Kyler Murray, Browns. I just think the Cardinals are due to have a loss here, and they're in Cleveland. It's going to be a crazy crowd. I think the Browns can just squeak out a, a good win against the Cardinals. So I'll go Browns. Um, Raiders, Broncos. Raiders are reeling now. Broncos in Denver. No problem. Cowboys, Patriots in New England. Dak plays a good coach. Dak does not do well. And the Patriots win with Mac Jones getting better and better. I'll take Patriots. Bills, Titans, Bills, easy one. So, those are our picks. We'll see how they play out. And uh, I look forward to it. Hopefully, I, I go undefeated this week. That's my goal. But uh, the probability is low on that one. But hopefully, I'll do better in 9 and 7. Thank you guys so much for joining me on this show and for listening. We really appreciate it. And join me next week. And we'll keep diving deeper and deeper. Great things to come from this show. And we will see you soon. Thank you.